Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Okay, guys, it's a new year and that means resolutions. But this year, it should be all about saving money on your electricity bills. Dara Cassidy's from Bonkers.ie. He's here with his top tips for getting the best savings in 2023. How are you, Dara? I'm good, thank you very much. Happy New Year to you. You too. What's the most expensive thing in our home to run? Um, okay, for most people, it, it just depends, guys. Um, my top tip, well, one of them is, first of all, just get to know what appliances use the most electricity because a lot of people actually don't know. Um, now, where are you going to find that information? Mm. You can Google it online. You can go on to bonkers.ie. The government recently sent out a leaflet, a Reduce Your Use uh, campaign leaflet, which I'm hoping listeners haven't been, but many of them may have. <laughs> uh, but that gives a good idea as to what appliances cost the most to run. Listen, for most houses, it's going to be the tumble dryer, which most people probably know. But the point is, is that we tend not to use the tumble dryer as much as we use the electric shower or as much as we use the cooker, particularly an electric cooker. Oh, so cookers actually, are bad, are they? Are they, they use a lot. Yeah, a cooker, an electric cooker for one hour of cooking. So if you're pulling on the Sunday roast, it's probably going to cost you over an hour with the rate prices are at the moment because you know, gas electricity is at a record high. Um, so I don't Sorry, you mean, you mean over a euro? That. Yes, a sorry, euro an hour. Euro. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sorry, over gotcha. a euro an hour. Um, maybe even up to 120, 130. So the cooking the old turkey on Christmas Day then would have been a good fiver. <laughs> Last <laughs> on the full turkey for, for four and a half hours. For, for some households, it would. And when the cooker reaches its top temperature, it doesn't kind of consume quite as much energy. But yeah, for a lot of households, had they had that cooker going for maybe three, four, five hours, it would have been up to maybe, you know, three, four, five euro. Right. Uh, which um, is probably more than people would expect. And I think, you know, when people turn on the electric shower, particularly when people turn on the tumble dryer, they're very, very conscious of us, but not so much to cooker. Yeah. Um, so, you know, just be mindful of how you cook. Maybe invest in an air fryer. Uh, they're all the rage these days. Use your microwave when you can and maybe even a slow cooker as well, which I you know we're all the rage last year or the year before. Which is more expensive, turning the immersion on or using the electric shower? So for most people, it will probably be using the electric shower, but that is only if you're turning on the water just to have a shower. Like for most people, the hot water will be there. Um, a shower, an electric shower costs around 35 cents. So if you're having a five-minute electric shower, that's 35 cents. Whereas if you turn on the hot water before full day's water, uh, it's maybe around two euro, two euro 30. Uh, so there's the difference. But like I said, when you turn on the immersion, it's for usually a full day's water. Okay. Um, um, yeah. But, um, you know, 35 cents for a shower. I'm not going to do a name and Ryan and tell people to take shorter showers. But, uh, <laughs> well, no, please, 35. would you? Because I have a few teenagers who think that I, I've, at one point I just thought they'd moved in because they <laughs> refused to get out of the nice, warm, cozy water, which is costing. And I, it's just making me shout dad things in the door like, do you know how much that's costing in there? You might as well be throwing the money out the window. Your skin will be wrinkled forever. <laughs> um, OK, so the, know your appliances is number one. What else have you got for us, Dara? Um, the other one is if you have a day-night meter or a smart meter, uh, which are gradually being rolled out, uh, try use your electricity if you can when it's less expensive. Uh, so if you have a day-night meter, this is after 11 p.m., 
during wintertime or 12 uh, midnight during summertime. <laughs> I'm just imagining uh, myself now. I'm getting up, set my alarm at half 11 at night to get up and cook the dinner and have a shower. <laughs> <laughs> How much of this is practical? No, so obviously there's certain appliances. I mean, some appliances like the dishwasher, the washing machine, obviously if you have an electric car, they can all be put on at a later stage. Mm. Um, obviously there's certain appliances such as cooking the evening dinner, <laughs> which you're not going to be able to do at a certain time. And of course, there's a bit of a fire safety risk. So I just want to highlight that to listeners as yeah, well. Yeah, particularly with dishwashers so, as well. Yeah, definitely yeah, worth so keeping an eye on you, them. Um, yeah. But I just know, like, for example, I have a day-night meter. I'm a bit of a night owl. I often wouldn't be in bed until well after midnight. So when I put it on at 11 o'clock, it's absolutely fine for me. Mm. Um, with the newer, you know, um, smart meters that are being rolled out, if you avoid consumption, particularly between 5 and 7 when it's most expensive, uh, that's important as well. Uh, but just as a watch out, is that I think there's a bit of a misconception among people that everyone saves by moving their usage outside of peak hours. It'll only apply if you have a day-night meter or a smart meter. If you have a standard meter, a standard 24-hour meter, which a lot of households still have, you're charged the same price 24-7 for your Oh, that's so interesting. No so how so do you I, know then, if you, so if you literally haven't got a smart meter, yes, you're being charged the same rate all the hours of the day? Yeah, no, unless, of course, you have a day-night meter. Um, right. I'd say probably around maybe 70% of the population would still have just a normal 24-7 uh, meter. Maybe around 25% of listeners will have a day-night meter and smart meters, they're gradually being rolled out, but a lot of people still haven't activated them or signed up to okay. the benefits of so them. Mo- so, so most of us do have a 24-7. We're just, so the 5 to 7 in the evening time doesn't actually matter because... For most of us, we're using the same or getting the same rate all the time. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the smart meters, they are gradually being rolled out. That's probably going to change over the next few months. But you will help reduce pressure on the grid um, because particularly between five and seven, there can be a lot of pressure when a lot of people are using appliances at the same time. And that's what the government and air grid can manage the grid want to avoid. I think, like I said, there's been a bit of confusion there. um, Here's an idiotic question. Like, what is a smart meter? Is it a thing? Like, does does it look like an object or is it code? (laughs) <laughs> no, is it something it's a, I download? What's happening? It, it, it's a new type of meter that's gradually being rolled out. Um, it's been rolled out in most of the country, so we're kind of a bit behind the curve, uh, like a lot of things, unfortunately. Like, do they come um, into your house and put it inside your house, or they put it in the garden, or what, what, what happens? It, it would be wherever your previous meter was. They drive um, past your house, they throw it at you, <laughs> hoping you catch it. Yeah, you wherever your other meter is, it replaces uh, that Yeah, one. it's where your other meter and you will receive a communication from ESP networks before it's going to go in. But well, um, considering the last time we all got a gift of a meter, it was the infamous water <laughs> meters, and that didn't go too well. So, no. it's, you know, it's okay to ask questions. <laughs> it's very important to ask questions. Yeah. Okay, I, what, I, I fully support their rollout. <laughs> what, what else, Sarah? Uh, the other one, the big one, of course, again, is still new switch supplier. There's still discounts on offer for people who switch for about maybe 10%. They've come down a little bit in recent weeks, unfortunately. So you used to be able to get maybe 30 or 40%. But with gas and electricity prices at such crazy highs, guys, that 10% discount or even a 5% discount is going to save you anywhere from maybe 200 to 400 euro yeah, on your uh, gas and electricity bills. So do it, do it every year because the discounts only last for 12 months and then you revert back to the normal price. Uh, somebody and, says, yeah. actually, Dara, I want to change my hob in my house. Initially, I wanted to go gas, but I thought gas might go up. Is electric or gas better for value for money? Um, at the moment, it would still be gas, but um, obviously it's the carbon tax that people need to be aware of as well. But like gas... 
uh, cooker will usually be more uh, cheaper than an electric cooker. Gotcha. Um, gas is still, even though it's gone up, so is electricity. Uh, the price of gas used to be around maybe a third the price of the electricity. Now it's around half the price. Mm. Um, so it still is cheaper, but um, you do need to think about the carbon tax as well. That's going to be lobbed on over the next few years. Okay, and very quickly then, the last couple of tips you have for us? Just quickly, you know, tackling drafts, okay? So unless your home was built in the last maybe 10 years drafts are a huge issue in Irish households and you know we've talked about appliances but really it's the heating that causes the biggest you know shock when we get our bills we like to kind of you know watch the lights and the tumble dryer but really it's the electric heating it's the gas that's really going to burn a hole in our pockets so mm. just you know tackle drafts they come in from windows keyholes doors so buy a draft excluder for your main rooms like there's this you know sausage shaped dogs even old fireplace a that snake. you're no longer using uh, get a chimney balloon uh, you can put a sponge in your letter if it's prone um, a sponge in your letter box if it's prone to letting in wind and if your windows are old buy some of that cheap window seal tape in places like Amazon uh, which can um, you know place where you happen to. That's all very useful tips. And very, very quickly, turn the thermostat down as well. So most homes in Ireland have the heating too high, maybe 22, 23 degrees. 20 should be more than enough. And if you turn it down by one degree, you can shave around 10% of your heating costs, which could save you anywhere from maybe 100 to 20 euros. I can hear you now, Darren, in your house going, don't mind that thermostat, put on another jumper. (laughs) I'm far more fun in person, I can assure you. (laughs) Darren Cassidy from Bonkers.ie, absolutely brilliant tips. Thank you so much for joining us today and helping us save some money. Really appreciate it. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today.